0: what's up everybody is casey with two worlds podcast and with me as always it's the ezra miller to my assaulting people at karaoke it's jake how you doing buddy um i'm okay i haven't assaulted anyone today though well i'm the one doing the assaulting you're you're just you're just ezra miller (laughs) oh well i don't want to be ezra miller either (laughs) fair enough but i have to ask casey what does that mean Ezra Miller, you're just opening. assaulting people, okay. So, over like it was, I think it would have been around this, like when we were recording last week, you know, and stuff. He or they, sorry, they got in trouble because they assaulted someone at karaoke. That's how it started. They like someone was singing a song, and Ezra, I don't know what was going through their head, that but they got mad and attacked. So, it's like, oh, okay, well. That's crazy. Probably got too drunk. You know, whatever. Doesn't stop there. They ended up showing up at a person's house and this person now filed for a restraining order on Ezra. At someone's house the guy was in bed with his wife. Ezra shows up. He's like, I will bury you and your whore. I think he said whore or slut wife, which that's a crazy way to wake up. Especially with it being just like creepy ezra miller yelling in your face it's like i mean i don't know he's in that new harry potter movie coming out so it's like flash and i don't know who who they are and in that but they're not good yeah (laughs) okay bad guy from fantastic beasts what are you doing here and he's like i'm gonna bury you like okay i wish you wouldn't so, like, has anything come of this? I think they were arrested, but that's that's all I've, you know. Okay. I don't think Warner Brothers has said anything about it. I don't think they care. So, I wonder if, I mean, uh, you know, something that comes to mind is like, is he going to get taken off the Flash? Is that movie now canceled? Who knows? I, so I doubt it. I mean, this is like, it, to me, it's one of those things where it'd be a bigger deal if Flash had already come out. Because then that would like, you know, elevate Ezra. But since like Flash hasn't come out yet, they'll just be like, we'll wait a little bit. Then it'll come out and everyone will forget. Because still <laughs> Ezra's still like a B-list, C-list actor. So it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Like, apparently he's an A-list barrier yeah that's true he's a he's a heck of a grave digger yeah but all right well i guess we'll we'll report back in the coming weeks if anything comes of the crypt keeper himself (laughs) anyway man how was your week it was good uh me and the girlfriend were both just like we just want to get away, so we planned a little getaway to Louisville, and you know it was it was a good time. We I went to the we went to the um, Louisville Slugger Museum and Factory, which you might think this is cool since you're uh, or an Orioles fan. One of the Orioles players, I don't know nothing about baseball, but one of the Orioles players, like it had all of his um, for like. I'm playing on what they call it like the stuff like the wood that they use before they turn to bats had all of his piled up like he went through and picked out all of you know his stuff I'm like that's really neat. But oh like that... like an active player? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Cuz like yeah basically these players can go there and pick out the type of you know the type of wood this the weight all that stuff it's like picking a harry potter wand yeah exactly (laughs) this was the this is the picking the harry potter wand before that was a thing Ah, you know okay yeah sure they've been doing it for years but yeah, so that was really cool and then we also went the muhammad ali uh, center and that was really neat too and then uh i was i found out my girlfriends are really good at the speed bag i don't know if you've ever used a speed bag before but like i suck at them i cannot get the timing right and then she just was like Sure, I'll try. That's such a weird thing you're good at, hon. Right. And turns out she's like a boxer on the weekends, like a yeah. boxer. <laughs> so and was then, it was what, it better than the last trip you guys took? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause uh at, in Nashville, like we didn't like neither of us really drink anymore as Jake sips some of the devil's juice. And, <clears throat> and yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, and then like, we don't like country music. So I'm like, does she really want to go to Nashville. Like, we don't like country music. We don't really drink. It's like, what's the point? But, <laughs> but yeah, with with this, it was just kind of like it was cool seeing stuff and all that. So yeah, it was fun. What about you, man? Did you do anything? Maybe go on a podcast or something that you know I wasn't invited on? <laughs> Were we both going to DM? Well, no. I mean, I could have just been there, and been like, "Oh, this is cool, guys." <laughs> <laughs> take take it up with them. But yes, I was invited onto the Testing Room podcast, uh, which is just three of my buddies doing a video game podcast. And um, two of them had never played D anD D before, so I said, "If you guys ever wanted to play D anD D for the podcast, I will run games for you." Being a seasoned dungeon master and uh they said yeah it sounds great let's do it so um we we did our first outing on the campaign this week so if you guys want to hear that which i if you're into D uh i would highly suggest you check it out i even do a goblin voice which is embarrassing nice. but you know what you, you gotta do it so can you can you give us a little taste <laughs> No, you have to go listen to this podcast to find out. But Darn that's it. that's my way to plug it. Okay, there you um, go. But check them out; they're the Testing Room podcast, and you can find them wherever you're listening to us right now. Nice. Uh, but anyway, hopefully we get to do more of that soon. But uh, anyway, otherwise the week was good, and uh, you know I started. Here's here's the thing. Back in when was it like 2017 when the Switch came out? It it debuted with Breath of the Wild. Have you played it? I haven't. Okay. Well, at the time I tried it, and I couldn't really get into it because it's it just doesn't feel like a Zelda game to me. Uh, so I I put like 12 hours in it, and then I set it down, and I never came back to it. Well, Breath of the Wild two came up this week that it got push back to 2023 and i thought you know what it's been several years maybe i should give it a try again it's been five years since i played Zelda. anyway uh (laughs) so i tried it again and i am enjoying it uh more this time around so i i spent a good chunk of the weekend playing breath of the wild okay dumb question as your friend that used to be really into video games and isn't as much as he you know once was but isn't breath well kind of the Wild, like zelda meets like a Morrowind game or is that oversimplifying it mm, i mean you can say that um it's very very open you can go to like any shrine and try any challenge you can you can walk out of the first cutscene and go straight to hyrule castle and fight ganon if you want to there are people that have done it because you know how people are they're insane at these games um so yeah it's very very open there's lots to do tons of like you know find 999 seeds or whatever um but it's cool and hopefully i make it farther than 12 hours and can beat the game this time (laughs) yeah i'm rooting for you buddy Let's go straight to Ganon. I hear you can do yeah, that. Yeah, no trouble. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's get into our news. We have about the same. I'll go first because I have this one really short, stupid one that I just wanted to talk about. And I know you can guess which one it is. Yep. <laughs> so in light of Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the movie coming out, uh, Sega has partnered with General Mills for a Sonic the Hedgehog serial. And it looks cool. I think it looks cool now. I would have lost my mind for this as a kid. Um, But it's just your generic cereal where, like, they're kind of like Cheerios, but they're the gold rings. And then the marshmallow bits are uh, Chaos Emeralds and, like, Sonic's little spin dash icon. Uh, And those are blue and green. So it's a cool-looking cereal. I'm not much of a cereal guy anymore because I it's sugary and not very good for you. So I try to stay away from it, but I might have to pick up a box just to support the Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there you go, man. Like I I want to pick up a box before I run the next, like the next race I run and then eat that before. Cause I got to go fast <laughs> and then puke all of it up.
1: <laughs> Dude, before I
0: did a, like the Spartan, my last Spartan, Because like everyone that was at the hotel I was staying at were also doing Spartan races and like trying to get the free continental breakfast. It turned it did not work out for me the first (laughs) time. So I stopped at a Burger King and I got like a croissantwich and potatoes. And surprisingly enough, I ran that so good. It was it was perfect. Like the fats and the carbs and that didn't cause me an issue until like, you know after the race when i crap my brains out <laughs> that's uh that's not how i thought that story was gonna go yeah so no I mean, it worked out i was i was a little worried about it because i'm like this this is not gonna go well for me but it was fine <laughs> well yeah maybe the old sonic cereal would work out better yeah i mean let's hope um okay so we got the new dc round robin that just started up it started up last week um did you look at did you look at it at all i didn't i wanted to give genuine reactions to this so well it's a good thing because that like one of because like the first week's already up so some of these have been voted out uh oh so yeah but uh we got hawkman and hawkwoman the changeling this Mm -hmm. is round one versus wildcat nine lives so the hawkman hawkwoman uh hawkman and hawkwoman have never had children together they know that for a fact Then who is Hector Hole, the hot-headed, razor-winged teen who claims to be their son? Can they trust their own memories or each other? And the Wildcat Nine Lives. Wildcat spent eight of his nine lives showing the ropes to some of DC Universe's heaviest hitters. And he's got the scarred knuckles and reset bones to prove it. But now he's only got one more life to go. How fearless would you be if you knew it was your last round in the ring? So, as on the DC website with 52 percent, hawkman hawkwoman one out now so, did it give creative teams or anything not yet i think that's next round <clears throat> okay and, and both this of is, those sound cool yeah that one was like so it's funny on my twitter account i voted for uh wildcat on the two world podcast i voted for hawkman hawkwoman on your behalf <laughs> i i appreciate it <laughs> but since this doesn't i don't know if this counts the twitters and instagrams so i mm-hmm. i'm not for sure but i know on instagram wildcat was losing also so it doesn't really matter the next would be uh the questions grand solution what happens when people from all walks of life are activated as faceless vigilantes each forced to solve an alternate reality game when the stakes are life and death That's the question. But does Rene Montoya have the solution? Constantine and the Demon. Vacation from Hell. Arcane Guile meets Hellish Fury. John Constantine is forced to play host to Etrigan the Demon. And the pair embark on a deeply personal and potentially apocalyptic mission. Journeying back home to Liverpool, Constantine must confront ghosts from his past. And Etrigan isn't exactly his first choice of an ally. That one just sounds really silly to me but that one's actually winning against the question i voted for question every chance i got because you know how often do we get question book even though it is renee well that's the thing so like i would have been like pretty on the fence but then you said renee so i would vote demon and Constantine. yeah my whole thing with that too though was like i like renee like yeah. i have a i have Nothing a fondness for for renee montoya and then it's all then you factor in There's like 80 constantine books i like constantine but let's get get something new in here i feel that but i'm not i'm not voting for constantine i'm voting for the demon fair enough (laughs) suicide squad dark a team of occult misfits and monsters assembled by amanda waller and led by vampire batman and forced into a mind-melting suicide mission to assassinate Earth's 13 league of shadows or Justice League Redacted. Green Arrow has watched many heroes, the great, the good, the kind, be forever scarred by the darkness they swear to fight. Rather than sit by and let any more of his friends fall to the festering abyss, he decides to create a Justice League Black Ops team of fighters who can survive a few more shadows because as far as he's concerned, they may have already be lost. Green Arrow's team of nemesis, Killer Frost, Manhunter, Metamorpho, and Cheshire are needed more than ever. Green Arrow has worried about what happens when you look at the abyss in the eye that goes double when Johnny Sorrow and Merlin team up. So which of those do you think sounds better? I like that Justice League team, but at first I rolled my eyes when you said Suicide Squad. But then after you gave the description, I was like, that could be as stupid fun as Task Force Z is. So (laughs) I'm going to go Suicide Squad. Justice League redacted, according to this poll, is winning. That's the one I voted for. So I apologize that you're not going to get your Suicide Squad dark. I'm sure there's going to be another Suicide Squad. Oh, they're still going to put that out. You know it. Yeah. firestorm this okay this one has probably my favorite title even though i didn't vote for it but firestorm fourth world problems (laughs) (laughs) dude tell me that's written by the guy that's writing one star squadron i mean the only problem is we don't know because this this one's losing But uh, when Ronnie Raymond and Jason uh, Rush make the startling discovery that the Firestorm Matrix contains a spark of the life equation, Darkseid and his army turn their sights toward the teenage nuclear heroes. But can Ronnie and Jason put their differences aside and combine into Firestorm or will Darkseid claim the Matrix for himself and Apocalypse? And then Kid Flash, The Speed of Fear... Reverse Flash melds with Parallax, an unprecedented combination of the Speed Force and the fear-based yellow power ring to create a deadly Speed Ring to shatter Oa's central Green Lantern battery. It can fuse and isolated Kid Flash. Wallace West, since there's two of them, must chase Thon across a variety of alien worlds to stop him. And the Sensor Core, Wallace's own powers, die because of Kid Flash's slow disconnection with the Speed Force. And yeah, Kid Flash is winning that one. It's kind of surprising no one because it's like it's firestorm yeah like firestorm can't hold the series but his sounds way better than the flat the kid flash one yeah but again it's kid flash versus firestorm i don't think kid flash is getting out of the second round sadly but uh next up, Black Canary, when canaries cry. When Black Canary intercepts an intelligence operative trying to deliver sensitive material on an encrypted disk, she finds herself plunged into the world of espionage to contend with an international consortium known only as Mysterium. With the help of a French spy, Dinah must stop the shadow organization from instigating war for their own profit. And then Green Lantern, the light at the end of forever. A dark far future, a galaxy gripped by tyranny, when an elderly farmer in a backwater system is brutalized by the latest thugs with jetpacks and jackboots to call themselves Lawmen. He remembers a forgotten past, an era of champions, a cadre of noble peacekeepers long since vanished. His name, he's sure of it, is John Stewart. Whatever happened to the Green Lantern Corps? And is it too late to reignite the light? And that one's leading, but i'll be honest i'm not a big enough canary fan and i thought they both sounded kind of trash yeah my my initial thought was neither but but canary doesn't get as much love so i would vote for the underdog there fair enough ghost tower from hell a frantic mother begs for Madame xanadu's help in finding her missing son Last seen on a ghost tour with friends, Xanadu's readings reveal there is a nefarious being behind the disappearances in New Orleans. Enlisting the help of the demon Etrigan and Deadman, the trio quickly realize that they're on a ghost tour from hell, and they're no match for the supernatural kidnappers. Or, Animal Man the Metamorphosis. Buddy Baker, aka Animal Man, has serious problems. His home life is in shambles, his daughter's powers are awakening, and the world needs him. But he's stuck. He needs change. Soon, Animal Man will enter a cocoon. But when the metamorphosis is complete, what will emerge? And then DC Horror Presents Ghost Tour from Hell is leading, but I obviously voted for Animal Man on that one. Yeah, but that just doesn't sound near as cool as the other one. I I would vote for the other one. Yeah, but I love Buddy Baker so much. I know you do, but Madam Xanadu? Come on, we haven't seen her in forever. I mean... Still, I mean, Madame Xanadu is always like the weakest part of everything she's in, as far as like interestingness. Like, Dead Man and Etchagon. maybe this would change this, or it'll be like her look at the tarot cards again, and we'll just be like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> look, e- even Animal Man gets more books than Madame Xanadu. So, I'd... I mean, I don't know about I mean, as far as like self titles, but Xanadu's was in, you know, uh, just like dark and whatnot for a good bit whereas buddy's just been in comic book limbo for a while okay but when she was in justice league dark wasn't he in justice league united maybe but dark lasted longer revolving team though yeah okay next up because we didn't get enough green lantern green lantern the birth of conspiracy In 1947, three events kindled America's fascination with UFOs. The Men in Black, Flying Saucer Sightings, and the Roswell Crash. Three low-level government employees tasked with monitoring superheroes realized that one person was at all three events. The Green Lantern. He hasn't been seen since. And the other one, this This is is the one I voted for. Because, I mean, if you know me, you know why. Captain Carrot and his best friend, Side? The interdimensional space epic no one asked for. Darkseid is trying to eliminate the newest new god, but the extremely furious, yes we hate us too, Zoo Crew is determined to reach their long foretold Captain Carrot first, before friendship ruins everything. Can you guess which one's leading? (laughs) Not the Captain Carrot one. (laughs) Yup. I would also vote Captain Carrot because why have two Green Lantern books? Who knows. Superboy the man of tomorrow. Determined to find his place in a strange universe, Connor Kent slash Superboy leaves Earth behind. But his journey of a self-discovery brings him face to face with a group of freedom fighters who challenge not just everything Connor stands for, but what it means to bear the Superman crest. Cyborg, Cyber Gods. Cyborg has grown so powerful he no longer needs to leave his cold metal, metal layer. He fights the good fight, but only virtually with cyborg replicas. When the supervillain Gizmo and Clarion the Witch Boy mix magic and tech, they become powerful technomancers. Cyborg is joined by Beast Boy, who tries to remind him of his true power, his human spirit. Cyborg must reconnect with his human side and face the world, or Gizmo will become an omnipotent, unchallenged cyber god, and Clarion will get what he's always wanted, chaos and destruction. How about that one? Probably the first one. Yeah, same. Um... I think it's hilarious that it's like Cyborg has become a God, but the only one that could maybe stop him is Gizmo. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, one's no, winning? Hey. Uh, Superboy's winning that one. So yeah, as far as this goes right now, That one I like... would genuinely want to read too, By yeah, way, the Superboy that... one. Unless like the creative team is trash, that's for sure one that I'm going to vote for throughout because it's going to be next up will be Superboy versus the Green Lantern Birth of Conspiracy dc horror presents ghost tour from hell versus green lantern the light the other green lantern book uh then it's gonna be kid flash versus justice league redacted constantine and the demon versus uh hawkman Hawkwoman. well we'll just have to report back each week see what happens yes yeah. you want hawkman do take it you know to the end Yeah, probably. Uh that here's the thing though. If it's not a a good enough writer, then it's going to be trash. Yeah. Well, okay, so and I know it, that can be said of anything, but like Venditti brought Hawkman back from the breach. Here here's my one counter argument though. It's like Venditti, the way you make it sound. It sounds like he kind of made sense of everything. So now where it was just kind of like a dumpster fire of like, mate, we can just do whatever we want. Now they have like an actual thing they can follow. Whereas so this new writer can come in, really just read Venditti's run and be like, okay, I know how to, you know, continue on their story. Which that I mean, I'm not going to say that's what's going to happen, but like even like a medium, medium good writer could do that versus like before where it was just like i don't i don't know are they aliens or people what is going on (laughs) there's the title right there (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah not even dc knew the answer to that question all right um moving right along this this is a, a another small thing but uh, it kind of bummed me out, so I wanted to talk about it. Bruce Willis has announced that he will be retiring from acting following a diagnosis of aphasia. Um, and I had to look up what that was, and apparently it becomes really hard to, like, verbally communicate, uh, which is really sad. Really sad. Um, I hope that, uh, that he has a comfortable retirement hope so too i saw it too yeah it really sucked it and like i guess i guess this year that the rassies they were they were gonna even have like a whole um category dedicated to him before this was all announced you know it was like gonna be it was uh oh the worst bruce willis performance because he had like multiple movies straight to dvd <laughs> and then they're like ooh, we're not gonna do that anymore <laughs> yeah i'm really glad that they <laughs> didn't go through with that Hey, I mean, at least he, he made that bag, even if it's straight to DVD. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Sharon Stone joins the Blue Beetle cast as the villain Victoria Cord. They also cast Raul Max as Carapax, the indestructible man. So mm. here's we'll get- what sucks about that victoria cord is not the character that was featured in 52 number 31 (laughs) that we talked about the other week so and like i found like a small stack of them at the shop so i was like oh this is gonna be like a hundred bucks you know like total (laughs) total yeah uh and now it's like ooh, never mind should have sold that high (laughs) yep (laughs) (laughs) all right um, so HBO confirmed this week that their Game of Thrones spin-off show House of the Dragon will debut in August. So, looking forward to that. Here's what's weird about that show. The show is focused on Aegon Targaryen. Who was the Dragon Lord that brought the dragons over to Westeros, which is where the Game of Thrones universe uh, or the the show is focused? The show of the books. Where did he bring him from? If you don't mind, is that known? It is. Uh, I sound like such a poser. I don't know. I can't think of it right now. It's been a oh. long time since I've read him or watched him. Um, so he's like this hunky white haired dragon riding warrior they casted matt smith to play him dude it's weird but matt smith there's he has like a weird fangirl and probably fanboy network of just like oh my gosh his big face is so honky like i i get like the whole like hipster nerdy look from doctor who right like it, it, that's very clear why people would be into that but it, he doesn't he i don't know the 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 still that we've seen him from the show i just i can't i can't take it seriously I'll, yeah. like it'll be different after i like watch an episode or two but it's just like dude this is aegon targaryen the, the dragon lord like come on <laughs> well okay so i'm just gonna say this as someone who knows nothing about game of thrones except for like snippets but how funny would it be because like matt smith i know like just his way he carries himself and the way he talks i've seen enough interviews and crap how funny would it be if he's just like one time where he's like when you talk about this make me talk you know make me more buff and you know this type of thing so like and then then that's why like everyone's like oh yeah he would be like this you know He'd be a John Hamm, but with white hair. (laughs) Like, and instead, it's just you know, old Matt Smith. (laughs) Yeah. Like, obviously, he's a good enough actor that he he can do the role. It's just, I don't know about looking the role. Yeah. Still gonna watch it, obviously. Mm -hmm. Speaking of things we're gonna watch, by we I just mean me. We got a trailer for the new Ultraman series. Uh, it's called Ultraman Decker. It comes out July 9th. Uh, it's gonna be a little watch on the Super Aya YouTube page. It might just be Ultraman the YouTube page. But yeah, they have it like the same day with subtitles. It's pretty rad. So, I saw look good? I mean, okay. So Ultraman's a kids' show at the end of the day. So I mean, like, I'm not like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be the best. But I'm like, yeah, it looks like it's gonna be fun. And that's about what I, you know how i was with trigger so right it's gonna be a good time to watch okay uh speaking of things that i think we'll both probably watch i guess this was announced a while back but i didn't catch wind of it until this week marvel is doing a disney plus halloween special that's going to be a live action werewolf by night now i wasn't that excited at first but the guy that's doing it has a pretty neat story. Um, it's Michael Giacchino, I guess is how you would say that, and uh, he's actually a composer. He did, he he's done, he's got like ninety some credits for music department, uh, but he did the score for the Batman, which was a good score. Uh-huh. I think he did Rogue One maybe, and I wanna say uh, wh- uh, like the new Star Treks or something like that. Sure. So like, uh, he's done cool stuff. Oh, and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, that too. So like, I, I guess his career kind of started as like a production assistant on like a Marvel movie or something. And then he got in the music stuff. And then he did all these scores and he did the Batman. And now he gets his chance to make his own show, which I think is super cool. And it really makes me root for this guy. I hope that it turns out great. Yeah, no, I agree, dude. That's not, that's really cool. It's kind of funny. Probably about four or five weeks ago, I actually saw that this was a thing, but like when I saw it, it was old news. I'm like, we had to have reported on this. I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no we didn't so i was like i won't even i won't even say anything about it because this is old news (laughs) i know i guess the thing is though is that they are i know that they already casted uh, the person but they were looking for a latino male in his 30s so i think they're gonna go with jake gomez who was the most recent werewolf by night that was written by taboo and i got Which, you know, might be better because then I'm not going to be an old curmudgeon about they ruined my Jack Russell. (laughs) That's that's how I that's why I'm like really rooting that uh, Sam Alexander gets a live action role, you know? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we'll see if anyone ever wants to talk about Werewolf by Night. I'm your guy. I have every issue of the series. I've read it a couple times through. I really like it, even though this is probably not going to be that same one. But uh, it still might be like I have a feeling no matter who they which one they do, they're gonna combine stuff. Yeah, I mean that's probably true. Probably combine stuff from both of those and some from the Wolfman you know because you need to try to get the whole audience at, you know as a whole involved. Yeah. So like it's probably gonna be some stuff like that which should be neat, you know yeah hopefully I agree. Um, speaking of Disney plus, I'm like this close. I got an email. 'Cause I'm like on Hulu and they're like, hey, add Disney Plus for $299. I'm like. I might do that. You totally should. It's so worth I know. It's so I know. (laughs) It's just one of those things where it's like, another streaming service. I understand. But okay, so Gail Simone teased that she's gonna be writing a new team type thing and then she's like it's not a comic book but it's a comic book that I a team that i'm known to write so everyone's thinking it's probably gonna be secret six and she says it's a script for like either a tv show or a movie i could see hbo max doing a secret six you know wanting a secret six tv show or a movie after suicide squads you know stuff and she's also known for birds of prey yeah i could see that too so it's probably one of those two ike I would personally want secret six over birds of prey. Yeah. But I've not read a lot. I've read a couple issues of that secret six run, but I didn't know who any of the characters were because I didn't start from the beginning, but dude, as you know, that has a like huge following. Yeah. Nick read all of it and he said it was great. And like, there was like, it sounds very like Peter David X factory though, where it'll be like, Oh, Hey, here's bane cuz we don't know what to do with them so you get bane so then Gail would write bane really well you know this type of stuff and yeah. it was, it's it's not like there was a lot of that where it's just like here's this character do something with them <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's how it was but that's how it sounds plus it's got catman yeah and that was cool all right um I'll save my really stupid one for last. Uh, so we'll do a couple comic y ones. Uh, Peach Momoko, it was announced this week that she will continue her Demon Days saga as Demon Wars The Iron Samurai. And that will come out in July. And it looks to be the Demon Days version of Civil War. And the Iron Samurai just looks like Iron Man as a samurai. It looks amazing, as you can imagine. Yeah, it would. Uh so being a fan of this last run, I'm absolutely stoked to check out this one too. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. I when when that stuff's all done, the demon day stuff is all done and it's all demon collected. I'm gonna have to demon check it out. You should. I think you'll demon like it. Yeah, well, I like the first one. It was just then, like the two years later, when the <laughs> second issue came out. I forgot all about it, so I, just I didn't know. check it out. It was a quarterly book. Yeah, and then I'll do this other one because your your last one's way cooler than this. But uh, <laughs> to to not my surprise, Casey, I don't know about yours. No, we we even talked about this. <laughs> yes, Shang Chi uh, will be canceled at. Or after number 12. And number 13 is going to be repurposed into a new series uh, titled Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. And that number one will be out in July. It will be the exact same creative team. So I think this is the third number one in a two-year span. I mean, if you count that, one shot's four. That's true. Like, I think they just need to do... And we talk about this all the time, two numbers on every book. You know, and then because then that would also be really good for new readers. You could be like, because someone could come in and be like, hey, this book's number 175. I like this character because I saw him in a movie, but I don't know where to start. And you're like, well, look at this other number. It says three. Go to one on those other numbers and then you're going to be good. I'm like, oh, okay. Thanks, Jake. You're my hero. And, you know, that's how <laughs> it would always work. It'd be great. Yeah. So, you, you, you're you talking like legacy numbering? Yeah, whatever that okay. means. I mean, they do that now. So, like, like on Spider Man, it's number 93, but then if you look under uh, that then number, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Do that. Okay. Do that with all of them because that makes perfect sense. But not even that, though. Instead of having I mean, to go to 93, have it stop at the arc. So, right as soon as the you know i mean actually with this whole beyond stuff coming out every day it might be at 93 <laughs> who knows yeah. but you know like since they want to end it at the these arcs then just end the numbering and then start up again that's all you have to do you don't have to real you know, new series new title you don't have to do that right well hey i mean they stopped asking us our uh, for our advice so what can you do well i know what we can do man we can jump ship to a new company, a new old company called Gold Key Comics. They're uh, under new ownership. I don't know who they bought them from, but like, honestly, the way it sounded is like this big comic book nerd who had money and a couple other people. They all got together and they bought Gold Key Entertainments and they it was money and also the first issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was part of the trade <laughs> to get really? really that's what that's what uh bleeding cool i think it was bleeding cool said and that is thing. awesome <laughs> yeah and so it's really neat um they're gonna like they want to make a major comeback so they want to work with like talent creators he's said that he's got some uh writers and stuff or he like in talks to they're not really like the big names they're but they're the ones that he likes reading, like and also likes seeing the art of. Wouldn't say names though. And then he also just wants to look at like past gold key titles that they can get. So like, they're actually in talks with the Boris Karloff uh, fan, you know, foundation or whatever to try to get Boris Karloff books now. Cause didn't, didn't he have like a gold key series that was like a horror series? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So they're they're wanting to bring that back. If they do, I mean, gotta call john lee's for that for sure it was uh boris Karlov's tales of mystery okay and so yeah they're they're doing that and they're and they're also on their website if you are a writer slash artist that has like an idea for a story at least six issues they have a submission page which is bonkers and uh those they're haven't all... been around in a long time, dude. I remember those like early two so thousands. That was like the, and then that they, they stopped. And then the comics are also. They said they want to make them look like they did when they were collecting comics. So it's gonna be like a more old school look. They're like it's gonna cost a lot to produce. So like, it's got me worried that this is not gonna work because they're like it's gonna cost a lot to produce. That means it's gonna cost a lot to buy, and who's gonna want to buy? you know, like a $10 Boris Karloff gold key book, you know? I I get that, but if they make it to where it's actually worth $10, like $10 worth of content, yeah. it could work. But the again, though, I mean, the thing that I'd be worried about is if it's just, you know, I mean, like I get that they're trying to do it, but they still do it like the content-wise the same as a normal comic, but they try to, you know, because they want it to be, looking a certain way and it's just kind of like oh guys come on that's a good business model (laughs) yeah i wish shaman's the luck in the world i do too i'm rooting for him i think no matter what your opinion is on this type of stuff it's always good to get more people involved because then that means there's more you know like you don't want just marvel even if you are the biggest marvel fan you want competition for all of the comics. So yeah. any competition's good if you're a comic book fan. I whenever this happens, whatever they put out first, whether Casey wants it or not, I will make sure that we each get a copy and read it <laughs> for this podcast. And hey, I'll make sure I tweet it if it's good. If it's terrible, we'll just be like, we will not speak of this gold key. <laughs> well, if it's like good. We'll try to get the uh old Mr. and Mrs. Gold Key on. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Comics favorite couple, Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Gold Key. All right. My last one. I love that you saved this for last two, by the way. <laughs> Dude, because I thought that we could like dunk on it a little yeah, bit. Fair enough. All right, Casey, and this was brought to my attention by my friend Alex, who is uh, a part of the testing room pod. He sent this to me and he said, I'd love to hear your opinion on it. So DC Comics, uh, well, not DC Comics, DC in general, uh, is looking to sell 200,000 Batman Cowl NFTs uh, for about $300 a piece for a net total Six sixty million dollars now Casey I don't want to assume how you feel about certain things I think NFTs are stupid they are very dumb they're one of those things though where it's like I, I, I've i looked at them and it's like oh is it be an easy way to make money off of stupid people but I wasn't quick like because there's this thing called NBA Top Shot and people would get them and then they would just drop like hundreds of thousands of dollars on gifts of these nba players dunking and this is my first foray in nfts and i was like i mean i'm not gonna wait because you'd have to wait like hours to get a pack like i'm not gonna wait hours to get a pack and not get anything good and have to drop 50 bucks for a pack of Fake basketball cards. That's not a thing I'm going to do. I'm I'm done. (laughs) I'm out with the NFTs. But I do think they're I think they're like a easy way to take advantage of stupid people. (laughs) Yeah. So good on DC for taking advantage of a bunch of idiots. More than likely. What about you, man? What's your opinion on it? (laughs) Other than it's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I mean i I think you're correct in saying it's a good way to take advantage of dumb people. Um. Look, if you want to waste your money on an NFT, then by all means do it. The thing that, that bugs me is like, you know how insufferable comic nerds can be. And I've seen on the hmm. internet how insufferable NFT crypto people are. A mix of the two. Like if you're one of the person or people that's just like, you just don't understand No, and I don't want to, and I don't want you to try to make me understand it. I think that if you spend $300 a piece on these stupid Batman Cal NFTs, that you're a moron. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, you know, I also say live your life. If you want to be the moron that spends money on the NFT, then go for it. But uh, it's a no from me, dog. I mean... I'll say, like, you're less of a moron if you, like, if you're the type of person that's doing NFTs and, like, I always look at it as a way of just moving your money around. So, like, let's say you buy $300 of this NFT and then you're able to flip it really quick. Like, you think that you could flip it for, let's say, $600 and you have $600 and you can invest in a new NFT and then flip it again. It's, like, good on you. This is That's how you need to be doing your NFTs if you're an NFT guy. You do not want to sit on it. Do not want to sign FT because it's just gonna go down in price. And you're like, I have a million dollars in board <laughs> board Batman 859. Right. And my wife's gonna leave me over it. So <laughs> yeah. these are not long game yeah. items. Yeah, it's just it's just keep flipping. <laughs> treat treat it like uh the USA gymnastic team and just keep flipping, you know. There you go. So yeah, if uh, if you want to be one of the idiots that buys one of these things, uh, those go on sale starting April 26th. Um, But I think owners of like previous, because I think of last year's DC Fandom, like if you registered a blah, 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 you got an NFT, you get some sort of like exclusive pre-sale access to these bat cowls. So there you go. Yeah, and hey, if you end up getting one of these cowls, like, let us know so we can stop making fun of you. I mean, I think at this point, they're probably like, screw these guys. I'm not going to listen to their show anymore, which, no, we, the, fair enough. They're like, um, I'm going to call in to this show, and I'm going to explain NFTs to them. Yes. No, you don't want to flip them. You want to sit on them, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that is the end of the news segment. So, uh, we're going to take our ad break, and then we'll come back and talk comics. So, we'll be right back. Alright, folks, welcome back. Thanks for listening to the ad. Uh, if you want to, over on our YouTube channel, which is Two Roots Podcast on YouTube, uh, Casey and I have a talk about all the weight that he put on over the yep. weekend. If and, you can't uh, tell, listen to me. I got fatter. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's fun. And, uh, but you know what? I believe in Casey, and he is going to lose it all. Not maybe not just as fast, but it's going to happen. I, mean, I believe I'll, in you. I'm going to say this in all honesty. Like, like I was saying there, a lot of that's more than likely water weight, just from high salt and water intake and all that stuff. So it's like. It probably wasn't the whole, like, the whole amount that I gained probably is going to be, like, it's probably going to be back down to, like, you know, maybe gain two pounds or whatever, you know, like, that's more believable versus what what actually (laughs) happened. (laughs) All right. But anyway, Casey, what comics did you read? I read... The Amazing Spider Man, number 93, Swamp Thing, 11 of 16, The Hulk, number 5, Newburn, number 5, Ghost Rider, number 2, Shadow War Alpha, number 1, Aquaman, number 2, Iron Fist, number 2, and Silk, number 3. What about you? I read DC versus Vampires 6, Aquaman 2, Silk, number 3. Iron Fist number two and Shadow War Alpha. Okay, man. I will get us started with the amazing Spider Man, Spider versus Spider, in this double sized finale, issue 93. Uh, And this is by. Well, they put on the last page, I remember. Or not the last page, because there's like 50 epilogues in this. <laughs> so then they're like, oh, we'll have to do it on this one page. But um, I think it's got uh, Zeb Wells and Pat on on this. And I mean, this was uh, all right. Like, I don't know. It was just very much like, I don't I, know. I heard that... Ben Riley fans aren't super thrilled. Yeah, did Mike read this? I'm just curious if he's read this and what he what his opinions are. All right. So like- I, I want to say this, having not read it, I I skipped to the end because I heard of the whole kerfuffle, and this is spoilers for a few seconds. Ah, uh, chasm or whatever he's become looks awesome what a cool costume yeah 100 anyway, percent. that's all i have to say on it yeah i mean in this it's like ben riley's brain has been slowly like deteriorating with the way that they've done things and like he's being way too easily manipulated it was just like it just seemed like it was like an easy like oh we need these guys these two Spider-Man to fight because it's gonna look cool and then you know he's being a jerk and he kind of just gives up at the end and then we have some little bits here and there and then we you know like mj and old uh pdp are gonna be living together and then this big light hat you know hit hits them, and then we also see some ben riley stuff yeah i mean it's it was fine it was just kind of like i don't know we got the two spider-man things and like it started off really really cool and then it's kind of like for me personally it just kind of ended on a whimper versus like starting off really good so yeah i'm gonna give it a six out of ten and this whole beyond stuff probably i'm gonna go pretty low with it because it's like it did not need to be weekly so i'm gonna probably go four out of ten for it as a whole it might be way better collected but just trying to read this crap weekly with it not being near good enough for that just didn't work out work for me yeah weekly titles rarely ever work unless you're future's end yeah and i mean if you're gonna do a book like this like you need better communication between the creatives because there's times where it's like zeb would be doing one thing and then kelly would just be doing something like completely different and then it was just like oh yeah well when kelly comes back to it that's when we're gonna be you know discussing this stuff and when zeb does his thing that's when we're gonna be discussing. it's like guys come on yeah yeah get out of here with that like at least have more communication have it you know meld together better right but i'm gonna get the next run probably like two issues maybe one depending on how much i hate the art <laughs> okay you did you only have one book that we didn't read together okay so i'm gonna go talk about swamp thing really quick so this is the swamp thing it's kind of funny i saw the, the cover that said season two begins here i didn't realize that this was a mini series. So I was like, yeah, I'll just hop in at season two. This will be perfect. And boy, a good jumping on point would have been just, you know, issue one. But see, I didn't I didn't think it was that. I thought it was just a continuation of the other series. I gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I just thought like, oh, it's season two begins here. So this will be even though I haven't read the other 11. This will be fine. I'll you know. They'll, you know get me up to speed and yeah but uh so it's jericho's rose and Ram V and mike perkins the art in it is very good the story itself is very cool and i'm not gonna lie it has me wanting to read this run not just because everyone was like oh yeah Ram V's swamp thing is like one of the best comics out right now but i'm gonna give this an incomplete grade though because i you know not knowing really anything that's going on just seeing kind of how cool the art is. And I do know I want to read more of it. But well just then, like, then just just do thumbs up or thumbs down. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up then. Okay. Because it's like it's it's very clearly cool. There's nothing about it that made me go, I don't like I don't think this is very interesting. I'm like, I think this is very interesting. I just don't know what's going on, you know. Right. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna talk about DC versus Vampires number six. It's written by James Tynan and Matthew Rosenberg, with art by Otto Schmidt and Simone DeMeo. Again, they uh, don't credit DeMeo on the cover, and I, if I were them, I would be furious. <laughs> yeah, uh, but anyway the big part of this issue is that we learn who the leader of the vampires is. And I can see that Casey had it spoiled for him. Who is I it, mean, Casey? It is old Dickie Grayson. It is. I mean, it, I didn't, I wasn't interested in reading this issue, and I'm glad I didn't spend my money on it, because, oh, boy, that looked terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was it was a low point for the series. Um, the thing is, is like I'm halfway through this, and like with Casey on Crush and Lobo, I just kind of have to see it through at this point. Yeah. So um, you should have ju- jumped off with me, you know? <laughs> no, I'm going down <laughs> with the ship. And not all of it was bad, like the art's still like ridiculous. Um, and some parts were fun. Uh, Green Arrow is, like, really cool in this issue. Um, And, and, like, Jason Todd is, too, which was pretty neato. But, yeah. I don't know why they went with Nightwing. Um, Just just reading what I read, it sounds like they should have gone more with Tim Grayson versus Nightwing. Because there's a whole part when... Tim Grayson? Uh, Sorry, Tim Drake... Well, that's after they got married. Tim and Dick got married. <laughs> right. Yeah, <of> <laughs> he took his name. <laughs> right. Um but uh no, Tim Drake cuz there's a part when he's talking, you know, uh Dick is talking to Tim and he's like, "Yeah, your little friend Corey, we you know, like it's like that's Dick's that's Dick's friend. It's not the other way around. Like what are you doing?" <laughs> it's like, "Yeah. Tynan Rosenberg, you guys know this stuff. You guys are better than this. What is going on?" <laughs> yeah. I uh, I'm hoping that this was just sort of a fluke because I've liked the other issues and I know that you fell off, but uh, but I was still digging it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just hoping that this was a fluke. So I'm gonna give this one a five, and we'll see what happens. Part part of me thinks it's just like Tyne and Rosenberg going like, you "No, know, we just want a story where Green Arrow gets to kill vampires, and this is we don't really care about anything else, right?" <laughs> And I mean, if that were the case, then they're nailing it. Yeah, that's what he sounds. <laughs> okay, so Hulk number five by Donny Cates and Ryan Otley. This is still selling out at your store, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bonkers. Um, so, yeah, you get Hulk fighting a, like, Hulk Spider-Man, basically. And then, like, his inner head stuff with Betty and him trying to, like, make the Hulk matter by pulling up the lever, you know, the different levels and stuff, and, like, it looks like Bruce is losing control. It's wild. This is, like, such a wild ride of a book. And the last page, it says, to be concluded. Yeah, I wondered about that. So, I don't know how that's gonna work. I'm hoping, it's still- hoping that it's just the arc. Yeah, it's still just, it, the only downside of this is, like, it's such lazy writing on Donnie Cates' part, just to be, like, no, I'm not like Casey. I didn't read Immortal Hulk. I'm just going to do my own thing. Like that's the laziest writing in the world to me. And I hate it so much. That's like the only downside of this book. Other than that, it's bonkers. It's stupid and it's a good time. So I'm going to give it a seven out of 10. It's just like, you could have at least like done something other than just the laziest way of just being like, nah, we're not even, not even worried about that. Right i will say this number i think i <clears throat> think number six is going to sell out nationwide everywhere
1: yeah why is
0: that? I, I heard a rumor that uh that that issue is going to be hulk's version of null showing mm, up okay and uh i mean the issue of Venom that Kate's wrote with Noel at one point was selling for $300 raw. So, you know, what's going to happen if that happens with this. I'm going to make $300. <laughs> <clears throat> I know right at that point, it's like, I'll read the trade. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that invested in this. Yeah. We'll see. but But because we're talking about it now everyone's going to be ordering it and yeah. it's not going to be that valuable but burn uh, it <laughs> but who knows to get that uh, two worlds podcast bump and it's just not going to work out i for know him. right i know all right so next up is new burn by chip Sadarsky and jacob phillips number five this one's really cool new burns in prison and it's kind of funny i was like did i miss something with this because like why the heck is he in prison and so then he's got this one dude as his, you know, like this kind of like he looks like he could be an accountant type of guy as his person that's, you know, his bunk mate. And people there don't like, don't really like Newburn too much because he's put a lot of them away either as a cop or as an informant for the different you know, groups. And this uh his, you know, uh ex, you know, his, his bunk mate was talking to him and kind of Revealed that he gave up some of the uh, Russian mob people, and then like Newburn's like, okay, cool, and he just goes and he calls like that's why he was there to find out for sure what happened, and so he calls up them, and then like you just see like a bunch of mobsters just walk up the stairs to where (laughs) the room is, and Newburn just watches them, and then it's like, yep, they killed that guy. And then Newburn <laughs> just gets out of prison and that's how it that's how it goes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a good one. It was, this is a really enjoyable story. It's still like the nice thing about this where like I complain about other books like not having good jumping on points, every issue is a good jumping on point. So if you're just like, oh, I just want to give this a try, do it. It's a good, you know, it's a good time. Uh yeah, it's an eight point five out of ten for me. Okay. And then Lastly is Ghost Rider number two. This is by Benjamin Percy with Corey Smith and Brent Peoples doing the art. And this is still pretty cool. We get some more of the uh, FBI, Shield, um, goth girl. And then we also get, uh, Ghost Rider not really knowing what's going on and get a hotel, a really creepy dude that works at the hotel. And yeah, he's like worshiping this evil monster thing and like when ghost riders shows up this part just had me laughing way too hard cuz it wasn't supposed to be funny but ghost riders fighting this monster like the dude's like got all these people ready to be sacrificed to it and then you know ghost rider shows up and he's like penance and then the the whole hotel caretaker just breaks his own neck oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, that's I, brutal Yeah, and then, so, like, then Ghost Rider has a big fight, and then it kind of ends with, like, it's kind of Hulk-like, where Hulk leaves the, you know, like, the old Hulk comics where, like, he doesn't really know what he's doing. Like, the Johnny Blaze does not know what he's doing as Ghost Rider. He just kind of wakes up, a lot of stuff's destroyed, and so, like, now this hotel's destroyed, and the FBI goth, FBI agent lady's like, we gotta find that skull man, you know, so... It's interesting. I'm really liking the series. This is probably wasn't as cool as the first issue, but I'm still really... I'm all in on this book, so I'm going to give it a, also an 8.5 out of 10. I liked it. Okay. Okay, man. So what order do you want to do our last books in? Um, let's do Aquaman, Silk, Shadow, or Iron Fist. Sounds good to me. All right. So Aquaman number two, and uh, this was written by Chuck Brown and Brandon Thomas, and art is done by Sammy Bosri. So, what do you think of this one? The art in it's great. I like everyone. Like this, is like we talked about before we started. It's like. Boy, Jackson is one of those characters I want to like. But he is just too darn angsty in this book for me to enjoy. I like Black Manta in this book. I like Aquaman in this book. I like Garth in this book. I like Mara in this book. But Jackson's just too angsty. What about you, man? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. It's like he's just taking more steps backward the farther we get. And I don't understand why they're doing that. I mean, I get like being upset over you know your your kind of jerk dad and your mom and stuff, but it's like you would think you have enough time with Aquaman and like your kind of adopted family to give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. And he just doesn't. And it's you know it's kind of confusing. Like it's one of those books where it's like I'm one more issue in and I might be done. It's just like. I want to, I want to enjoy an Aquaman book. And I put so much, I invested so much in that, uh, becoming book. Cause I was like, I was, I want this one, you know? <laughs> and so it's like, I'm not ready to give up on it yet. Yeah. Well, I think I have given up on it, sadly, unless, unless you're like, dude, the next one, it all turns around then I'll pick it up. But yeah, otherwise I'm at like a good maybe four on this one yeah i'm at a six it like the art in it is outstanding and it's like you cut jackson out of this it's pretty cool yeah <laughs> it's yeah. just like i said jackson's got too much edge he's he's one of those kids that would be like at school like have the his lighter and like have his hand over it you know like that's how edgy he is right now in this book yeah it's annoying Alright, so next up is Silk by Emily Kin and Kim and Takashi Miyazawa on the art and the I'm art working... on this uh, tissue paper. Yeah, that's the only downside to this book, is like and this is still better than how Shang-Chi felt and I don't remember what other Marvel book I read last week, where it was like way worse than this, even. But yeah, it's it's cool. I love J. John Jameson in this. Still, and I also just love how, like, Cindy kind of shows how, even though she does have, she, like, she's trying to be a good reporter, but she's also, like, Spider, like, Pete, when he was trying to do stuff as a reporter with Spider-Man, like, he was very smart about it. Cindy's like, you know, in hindsight... I could have just took pictures of myself, and you know, it's just like didn't even occur to her until later on that she could have done this. Right. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. So yeah, no, I I enjoyed it a good bit. What do you think, man? I like it. Uh, I think, you know, the ancient witch stuff is cool. Uh, I like Cindy just as like a character, like when she's just being Cindy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then we got that pretty crazy ending. Uh I and also really we, I really appreciate her relationship with her brother. Brother Yeah. It's just and, it's just fun. And we got a great amazing cover too. Oh, like, dude, it's insane. Wonderful. So yeah, there's I've nothing but good things to say about this the series. The only thing that really kind of dragged for me, I don't know if it did for you, but it was the witch's backstory stuff. I thought that just was like, there's a little bit too much of that. But other than that, I really like this issue. I like I love this series. I love Silk. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I guess a drug... Um, I don't know, though. I mean, it was just like two pages. Yeah, but I don't think it needed to be, is the thing. I don't think we needed the whole... her whole f- spiel. Maybe mm. one page at most. Fair enough. I mean, I, I, rat- I, it didn't bother me. It. Yeah, I would have just rather had more her with uh, J. Joan Jameson, you know, her regular stuff versus that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm I'm at like a nine five on this. I I really liked it. It was one of the better books this week. Yeah, I'm at a nine four. I really enjoyed it too. Like like I said, if it wasn't for that, it probably would have been a ten for me because I really, really liked it. Excellent. All right. Now, that brings us to Shadow War Alpha. I hate that they put a number on this because it's the alpha, but, uh, you know, there's not going to be an alpha number (laughs) (laughs) two. But anyway, this is written by Joshua Williamson, and the art is done by Victor Bogdanovich. Uh, I thought this was pretty neat dude did you like it dude I loved it this was Good. like this is everything you want from the beginning of a big crossover event book and one thing though, that it did make me laugh I don't know if it made you laugh but when they're talking I'll find it really quick because it was okay so when Ryan has, you know race turned himself in it goes to uh, Brian Markov, former superhero and prince it's like Leviathan bought my home country in a fraudulent deal while my family's lawyers and i were battling this in the courts talial ghoul's hostile takeover of leviathan led to the tragedy of markova has a little asterisk as like as if you missed the events of leviathan and check me it's like <laughs> i did dude no i'm so glad he brought that up because when reading it i, w- I was laughing at that and then i yeah. forgot about it but, like that had me laughing, but everything else about this, I just thought, like this was like I said, everything you want from a book that is you know a big, big old event, and it's on like real paper, not on what Marvel prints on so like my big beef with this is that so Raz like turns himself in and he's like you know, I just want to share just the wonderful Lazarus pits with everyone and like save the future. It's like, okay, but like, there's so many problems when people go in those. So why do you want the entire world to do it? Like, how is that going to help everyone? So I thought like his big plan was pretty dumb. So Uh, personally, I'm just going to say this. He's dying. Like you know, that's how it starts off. He's coughing up blood and whatever, and then he like he's like, oh, he tells Talia, he's like, you'll see. And then like also, his hot mom is like, the pits are cursed, and so then you know it's like it's all this stuff that's leading me to believe. And then like also, Deathstroke goes, I haven't worn this armor in years, and all this stuff it makes me go, Raych has planned this all out. Like this is a hundred percent race just like pulling all the strings it's you know he wasn't actually willing to share this there is something going on with the pits blah 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 that's a, that's what i think but i could be wrong on that yeah well i mean that definitely could be i mean if that's what happens then i'll take back what i said yeah uh but anyway i loved the death stroke stuff like a whole bunch um i think all of the like the demon shadow people that it showed on that splash page like all of them look super cool i can't wait to see most of them die during this series Dude. <laughs> but you got you got your boy um oh your sports master boy is that is that who it was though because like at first i'm like that looks like sportsmaster, but then he's only got two guns on him i still think i'm in my head Canon it's Sportsmaster. I'll say that. How about <laughs> you know we got Merlin and Sportsmaster for sure. It's gotta right. be right, and also Raptor from Moon Knight Run. Oh yeah. Uh, but anyway, otherwise, I I think they'll look really cool. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah i I'm a big fan of this one. Yep, this is like, it's a hundred percent like. If, you know, Joshua Williamson was going fishing, and I'm a uh, big mouth bass because he caught me. Okay, so what would you rate it? I'd add a 10 because, like, it's everything you want from, like, the beginning of a big event book. It's just, it's, you know, awesome. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I'd be giving it a 9 because yeah. the the plan thing, like, that's the only thing. Yeah. All right, so last up is Iron Fist number two by Alyssa Wong and Michael Eag. Maybe that's how you say. Do you think that sounds good? Yeah, and, yeah, sure. And uh, Son, uh, <laughs> Sean Shen on the art. Um, so yeah, what do you think, man? I liked it. I liked it. I think it's, I think it's cool. I like the. Uh... Like how, how the bullies of Conloner kind of handled, um, and I like the new uh, what's her name, Thunder. Uh, yeah, the Thunder. I think she's pretty cool too. The only thing that I don't really understand is like the the sword shards being in his hands. Like I understand if they're like under the skin. But some of these he could just like pull out, and it would probably hurt yeah. a lot less. So I don't yeah. understand that so much. Um, but maybe that'll get explained. Uh, but anyway, I I like seeing all the training stuff. I like that Danny Rand is still involved. I can't wait for them to like have that kind of mentor student role. I don't get why they don't already. It's not like you don't like this kid i mean he's working with kun lung they know who danny rand is Mm -hmm. and also i just want to like highlight this art because this is terrible danny rand here oh his face yeah 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 yeah, for sure for sure it's like everyone else looks great and then danny rand just like looks coked out of his mind (laughs) yeah he really does (laughs) but 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 just for that one panel i don't understand it yeah and then, because, like, ev- like, everybody in this book, though, outside of that, looks awesome. Yeah. And, I mean, in the story itself, I do enjoy. It's just, like, they haven't given us a good reason why no Danny uh, with him. Because it's not like Danny's like, I need the power back! And, you know, or anything like that. Like, he's not not doing that type of crap. So, yeah. it's just, It's kind of dumb that way. I agree. I will just say that... We know that it's going to happen. Yeah. They're, they're just showing us like him being the Iron Fist for now. So, you know, it's two issues in and it's still better than like Aquaman, that's also two issues in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I'm probably like an eight five on that one. I'm at an eight. So, basically the same on that one. <laughs> cool. And what are you excited for next week? So next week, I'm going to say... I'm excited for Batman because, you know, the one book was awesome. Um, The Thing, excited for that. And I'll give you She-Hulk, so I'll go Strange. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, So I'm going to go She-Hulk. Probably Moon Knight. And then... I'm gonna say Batman Beyond Neo Year. That's like a new, I think it's gonna be six issues, but is that the Keanu Reeves crossover? Or is that not? No, no, that's a oh, okay. different one. Uh oh, but also like Sumerian Hour of the Dragon could be up there too. I'm kinda of surprised, Casey, that you didn't pick Flashpoint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was on the short list for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I hope that book sells well for you. I'll just say that uh me too it needs to i ordered a lot of them yeah okay man so it's fantastic for time you ready <laughs> yes i definitely was prepared for this okay well this one's pretty i think going to be pretty fun so i got um rise supplements is a it's a company that does like you know pre workouts and stuff and proteins i got they came out with a Godzilla pre workout. It's officially Toho licensed and everything. So I got that in the mail the other day. It's all right, but it's you know been using that. So that just had me thinking, like if you could get like any four characters that you think would be like comic book characters, that you'd be like, they'd be ones I'd want a pre workout of. Who would they be? What would the flavors be too? Oh, why'd you have to throw flavors in there? Well, because you're a creative guy. You can come up with something, man. Um probably go like like Richard Dragon would probably be one uh that I would like feel okay about ordering. Yeah. You get dragon fruit flavored then. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. On. Um one for the the laughs, Hercules, it'd probably be, like, beer flavor. Yeah. <laughs> but I could see him, like, promoting his pre-workout. 100%. Um, another one that I could see promoting their workout supplement would be Booster Gold. Yeah, I was going to say, that goes without saying. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it would be, like, a... It'd be like a blue raspberry and something for the blue and gold spin. Maybe, you know, Maybe he would do like there'd be the blue raspberry pre-workout but then the post-workout would be like the golden Oreo whey protein. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, there we go. Um, and then the final one. Man, I, I see. I don't know too much about this character, but you could tell me if it fits here, Wonder Man. More than likely, yeah. I mean, I don't know enough because he's Wonder like Man, an but... actor, right? Yeah, so I, I could see him promote like a workout thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think if they could get one of the flashes, that'd be like an easy, you know, be like this lightning raspberry or whatever, you know, like right. that. Easy, and then uh, Booster Gold is just cake and then i would love a uh sonic one have it be hedgehog flavor <laughs> what is wrong with you <laughs> and then um trying to think of like another another pretty solid one like oh like do a johnny storm you know just a like hot cinnamon one be terrible that sounds. <laughs> so <bad. laughs> I'm like not, mm, I'm this not is... big on cinnamon, like hot cinnamon stuff, yeah. anyways. But dude. Like do hot cinnamon. It's like, oh, this has also got capsium in it from <laughs> you know the pepper plants. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of the episode. So closing plugs. If you would please go to facebook.com slash two worlds podcast and give the page a like can also follow us on twitter at two underscore worlds underscore pc and on instagram at two worlds pod you can email us at two worlds podcast gmail.com and if you would please go to our youtube channel and subscribe that is two worlds podcast on youtube and then tell us on the youtube like who you want to see a pre-workout or post-workout you know of and like just be really silly with it you know We'd love to stay in chat, but we've got to go break into someone's house and, you know, bury them. Bye, guys. But we'd love to stay in chat, but we've got to go to someone's house. (laughs) We've (laughs) got to go in sec. I'm going to edit this so it works better. <laughs> I got the giggles now. We got to go to someone's house. <laughs> it doesn't help that I'm looking at you. We got to go to someone's house. And tell them we're going to fucking bury you (laughs) bye guys (laughs) bye